All right. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome on in to the latest episode of the Off Air Podcast. Chris Thomas joined, as always, by Boom Yakamagis, the head honcho, Mike Conti, the call that is sweeping the greater Atlanta area and beyond. We will touch on that in just a minute. Mike, this was one of those weekends where it was a sports overload. It was a sports gasm, if you will. There were sports on sports on sports. And the, and the thing is, before we get into said sports, it was also a beautiful weekend in Atlanta, yeah. which turned out yeah. to be after the rough start on Saturday morning with the storms rolling through. So it was like, do I want to DVR the Braves game and the women's final four and everything else and spend the day outside? Or what do we do? Because it was a really tough call. So this is what I love about my job is being able to, because like I really pay a lot of attention to what we do on the weekends um, for a number of different reasons. And we don't have to get into that on this show, but I, I really do pay very close attention to what we do on the weekends. And there is nothing I enjoy more than getting in the truck on a beautiful Saturday morning, afternoon, evening, and driving around and listening to our radio station. I feel like I get the best of both worlds. I, I get to enjoy the outdoors, and I get to enjoy our content. And I felt a little bad. Like Caleb was talking about on his show Saturday. Poor Caleb's on 4 to 7 o'clock on Saturday when the weather is, I mean, just GD perfect, right? Like not a cloud in the sky, 78 degrees, but it, it's a little breezy. It doesn't feel humid. I mean, it's just perfect. And, and Caleb's talking about, yeah, I got to be here in the studio, but I like doing it, so it's okay. And, and deep down, I'm, I'm thinking, oh, boy, I, I, Caleb, I, I wish we could take the show outside. I get it. Uh, so as a listener, it's very, very lucky for me to be able to just get in the truck and drive around uh, and enjoy the the beautiful scenery and beautiful weather and listen to you guys. Um, now, here was the surprise for me. Okay. This weekend. Braves opening weekend, great. Got a lot of my attention. Uh, Final four, what a finish between Florida Atlantic and San Diego State. One that I did not see because I was calling Atlanta United. Mm. Uh, but but I had a great time at Atlanta United. I always do. That, that's my, I, as I've said before, that's my happy place, that broadcast booth. I had a great time calling that match. Hawks had an eventful weekend. Uh, I agree with what you said on, on Friday. It was bored by that game in Brooklyn. Yeah. Uh, I was not bored yesterday, uh, last night. It was a terrific game. <clears throat> but you know what sporting event stood out to me the most this weekend was the women's Final Four. Yep, I was just uh, about to say. I, I, I just thought that was incredible, incredible theater. And that South Carolina-Iowa game Friday night, I, I mean, I put that right up there as best sporting event of the year so far i mean the super bowl had a lot of drama and had some controversy late that it was a very very good super bowl but man that south carolina iowa duel between caitlin clark and the the gamecocks who have been this you know women's college basketball machine and, and all the personalities are really strong personalities and we're going to talk about don staley a little bit later i loved that and I thought it was great 
basketball, really entertaining basketball. And then again, yesterday, uh, I'll be really curious to see what the TV rating was, you know, being on ABC on a Sunday afternoon. Yep. Uh, but aside from the fact that the game was horrendously over officiated, <laughs> you, you just, you love this idea of, okay, you know, LSU, they're ahead, they're up by 10, but Iowa's got Caitlin Clark. Can she bring them back into it? And, you know, now she's launching from 28 feet and she's making it. Can this really happen again? And it didn't, but it, it didn't only because LSU scored 102 points yep. in a 40 minute game. That's crazy. 102 points in a 40 minute game with a 30 second shot clock. That's nuts. Um, so just awesome for the game of basketball. Awesome for women's basketball and women's sports. And I, I think it's great for women's college basketball now. It's not just Tennessee, UConn, Stanford kind of running the show as it was when I was a kid. You have a lot of different programs now. There's more parity. Uh, and Iowa being in there and, um, you know, South Carolina has been really good for a while. But but getting Iowa in there, Indiana was very good this year. Um just having different LSU, who's never won a women's championship before, was actually shocked me. They've had some very good players and coaches. It's just good for the game now that it's not the same three or four schools continuing to run the show, that you're getting a lot more variety in it. Yeah. Um, LSU, I was watching yesterday. In that second quarter, they were making NBA three after NBA three. It, they were That was incredible to watch. Now, my question to you is, as somebody who is sort of – being introduced to the women's college game with basically this year, you know, I, I know, like you said about the Tennessee's and the South Carolinas, but I, I will put my hand up and say, I, I, it's a handful of minutes. I've probably watched of the women's college game in my yeah. lifetime. What made this year so special? Has this been a slow, steady build or did they just catch lightning in a bottle this year? Caitlin Clark is what made it special. Mm. I mean, you had a, a personality who, um, you know, was just playing at such a high level. It, it, she was playing at a level that just kind of transcended the fact that it was women's college basketball. I mean, just on, from an athletic perspective, she was doing something that I think everyone could appreciate, no matter which gender, which level, whatever. I, I think Clark was the difference. And on top of it, uh, you know, she had a very kind of strong, telegenic personality. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there was kind of this, uh, that's a $10 word right there, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's she it, watching her kind of made you think of all of the young women that, that played ball when you were in high school, right. Or, mm-hmm. or played ball in the neighborhood. Like she, she just was very, very, um, relatable, I think. And, and but the, the fact that she played with, uh, you know, a real kind of confidence and swagger, but at the same time, always giving credit to her teammates, always saying the right things, always being deferential to her coach. Um, you know, I, I tweeted yesterday, I was really bothered with the way that Caitlin Clark was officiated because quite frankly, Chris, like I, I'm going to make a rough guess. I'm going to say 5 million people were watching mm-hmm. uh, that game yesterday. And I think the number is probably going to come in around there, maybe a little bit higher, which is an unbelievable number. I mean, oh, uh, yeah. You know, a good college football game on a Saturday is going to be around five, six, seven million. So, 
Uh, World Series, I think, only got around 10. So yeah, right. So getting a right. women's college final with half of that. So let, let's say you had 5 million people watching yesterday. I'm going to assume four and a half of those 5 million people were watching to see Caitlin Clark. Mm-hmm. And now we're giving her a little technical foul because the ball bounced in front of her and she kind of knocked it away. And well, she didn't hand it to an official, so that's a technical foul. Who does I that thought, remind you of? Well, look, I thought these, <laughs> quite frankly, were trying to find a way to foul her out of the game. Yeah, it just felt to me. And and by the way, this goes both ways. The game was horrendously over officiated. For both teams, LSU had players in foul trouble the whole day, too. It just felt to me like the referees were trying to make themselves the center of attention. And when you're in a championship game, there has to be, I think, a mentality that you've got to let the players determine the championship on the court and let them play. And referee with common sense when it comes to judgment calls. You know, giving Caitlin Clark a technical foul for flipping the ball away, that is a judgment call. Have better judgment and don't make it about yourself. Um, I really, really was disappointed in that. I thought it really did a disservice in a way, kind of like the Super Bowl. You know, you had a call at the end of the game that was determinant to the outcome. I think of the Super Bowl probably was the right call, but a lot of people felt very strongly you've got to let it play. Uh, you, you cannot intervene because this is a championship game and you've got to let the players determine it. I just thought women's basketball had a real opportunity yesterday to make some new fans, earn some appreciation that it has not gotten for right or wrong reasons, and instead you had a ref show, and I just hated that. Uh, look, I'll admit, I'm a fan. I wanted to watch Caitlin Clark. I wanted to see if she'd score 50. Yeah, and I hated the fact that the referees kept calling fouls on her um, and a couple of them very, very ticky-tack to put her in a situation where she could not play the entire game. I just really, really disliked that. And it it it, it, it didn't ruin the game, but it certainly didn't help the game. All right. So from one thing that stole the weekend, 